0: Get 60% off at babble.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's episode 658 of Nintendo Voice Chat. Hello, Super Nintendo's. I am... Your host, Seth Macy. I'm wearing a grandpa sweater, even though it's a little bit too hot today. Joined today from Studio F in
1: sunny San Francisco, Jada Griffin. Hey, how do you know it's sunny here? I I
0: just made a guess, and I know that one out of every 365 days, (laughs) that could be true. Also in the studio, Sam Claiborne.
2: Uh, what? Yeah. What? What episode is this? Five sixty-eight. Is that what you said? Six fifty-eight. Six fifty-eight. I couldn't miss it. I heard that number and I said I have to be here for the big six fifty-eight.
0: Yep, the big 658 five eighter. That's a that's a that's a that's a big one in the world of entertainment. You remember Certainly. Johnny Carson's six hundred fifty eighth spectacular? That's a good one. Doesn't.
2: The, it was a live got, fire on stage.
0: Was, it was amazing. <laughs> Dom Deluise is vomiting everywhere. Hey, also from Los Angeles, where I'm presuming it is actually sunny. Nick it is actually sunny. Nick, have, have you have you been on NBC with me? This You've never is, been on
3: with me before. This is No, this is my first NBC ever.
0: Have That's, you ever seen a cloud?
3: Have you ever seen <laughs> a cloud? They can look uh, like yes. anything.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. All right. Well, this week is the release of Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. I think I said that. You did. it comes out uh probably by the time you're listening to this you'll be you'll be playing it and we have jada on this week for two reasons
1: one because we love having jada on but two jada you reviewed it i did i did review advance wars one plus two reboot camp uh, it's it's excellent if you're a fan of the series whether you played them back first on the game boy advance or the ds games uh they did a fantastic job of Retelling the story, being very faithful to the originals, uh, the first one is, you know, obviously a little bit isn't as good as the second game in the in the bundle, um, the Black Hole Rising campaign, just because they expanded on everything, the new COs, the new CO powers. CO stands for Commanding Officer for those who haven't played Advanced Wars, but it is a very cute, very charming, a fantastic uh, scored uh, soundtrack for it. Just excellent little turn-based strategy game. Um, I, I, so I put Uh-oh. like 60 hours into it. Like, I, I'm still what? playing it. Yeah, I put... Jeez. Um, and the, the biggest thing that's kind of a letdown for me is the, the online's missing, like, a matchmaking. Uh, so you can't just, like, match against random people on the internet and go to war. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, a choice or if that was just a limitation. I don't know why it would be a limitation in the year of 2023 when we have Splatoon Ooh. and Mario Kart where you can match with random people and I Smash. was going to say, I think I know why. Go for it. Nintendo. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Nintendo, yep. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you can play online. You can match against people on your friends list. But, you know, during the review period, I only had, like, one or two other people I knew that had codes that for during the review period to play against. So, I didn't get to play a whole lot of online. But I get to t- did get to play against, do some one-on-one matches. And that was fun. Um, I think the big thing that's going to really draw people in is the design editor where you can kind of build your own maps and then share those with other people Ooh. online yeah there's footage that's me tell building. me about that yeah it's very cool i actually i built a match that's basically if you remember like you know board game battleship i built battleship in Advance wars so you just oh, have a bunch awesome. you just have five that ships is... and there's like fog of war so you have to kind of maneuver uh-huh. around and use the reefs where you can hide in during the fog of war and kind of bait your opponent into moving to where they can see you but not be seen and it's it's a it's a you know really cool. So I expect a lot of create to creative things to come out of the community for it. Um but yeah, I mean I can't say enough good things about the soundtrack. It is just so good. Like every CO has their own unique soundtrack. So like I I really like playing as Grit, who is this like long range sniper who gets bonus range with all his artillery and rockets and missiles. And his like bluegrass kind of like southern kind of twang oh, music. Okay. It just it's just it's so relaxing while you're destroying armies and armies of people um and then also i really like sensei's theme which is like he's got this like kind of very upbeat jazz with a really like hardcore saxophone um so you know it's great and then uh they added these animated shorts to advance wars it looked like full-on cartoons like I would not be surprised if Nintendo's going to spend some of this Mario movie, and we might get a, like a, some animated shorts from Advance Wars, oh, or okay. maybe a short cartoon series. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no, I really liked it. Uh, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Definitely go check out the full review. Um, have any of you guys played the Advance Wars, Sam? I imagine you played the Advance Wars back on the Game Boy Advance, right? Or the DS? I did not.
2: No, um, really? I, I talk to people about Advance Wars all the time. This would be the first time I will play them, and I'm going to. And I'm really excited to. I, I've played a lot of Fire Emblem. I know it's not... An, well, You know what? You know what? I did play, I believe, in Advanced Wars. What was the one? There was one called that was like a little bit more adult and a little bit more. Peace of Ruin. That's the one I Base played. Ruin, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm trying to, uh, but I barely remember playing it. I definitely beat it too. I played it for a long time. But I, I, it, it is still like moving units. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, confronting on the battlefield, but it's different than Fire Emblem, yeah, because you have m- multiple of the same unit, like tanks and stuff like that. Is Correct. That like, the, like the big difference. Yeah. I remember, like the arrows and stuff, and driving the paths and everything.
1: Yeah, I mean the big difference I think between like Fire Emblem and Advance Wars is kind of like Advance Wars is you're kind of starting off from like even footing every match, okay, or at a disadvantage for like the matches where like there's pre-deployed units and it's kind of a puzzle. It's like, okay, where do I move? Who, which unit do I move first? Which one do I focus? You know, which area? I going, what do I build if I can build? Um, whereas Fire Emblem is kind of about like building up your a family of fighters yeah, totally. type thing and kind of like you scale up mm. and you pick the right people I like the
2: puzzle comparison i think that's really I, I i think that is that type of strategy game it's like each time and then what happens when you ramp up the difficulty like what becomes more difficult
1: the, uh, from what i could tell so i only got i only played through probably like i don't know five or six missions on the the challenge difficulty because you start out with like there's casual and then there's classic which is the original difficulty mm-hmm. and they have challenge which is harder um I did notice the AI, like, was a little bit smarter. They picked, a, like, better moves. Sometimes, like, in the first playthrough, you could bait them out by just throwing, like, a weak little infantry unit out, and they would move all their units in range, and then you could just blow them all to hell with, <laughs> with all your other stuff, because... They won't fall for that if they get a little... They didn't fall for it as often. Yeah. Um, but the the big thing is with Advanced Wars 1, like, it's very beginner-friendly, and it's very tutorial-heavy. So, like, you know, the first... I would say each region has five to seven different um battles that you have to you have to undergo and the only the, really the last one or two battles are actual like full battles the first four or five are very tutorial like hey this is the new commanding officer this is their power this is what they can do oh hey this is a new unit that they you know they're debuting in this this battle and such like that or it's a puzzle solving. Like, you know, you only have four people and you have to keep this one person alive for like mm-hmm. eight turns. So it's very like kind of introducing a new stuff. Um, but yeah, the I, I, it's a great place to it jump is in. Two
2: the better yeah. game. Then. Two
1: is the better game, yeah. And honestly, you can, if you really want to, skip one mm-hmm. um, just because <gasps> two still has tutorial stuff and still does that, but it has much better difficulty spikes and scaling as you go through it to where it feels like a more... Uh, earned victories and such, rather than them just kind of handing them to you. Um, I think the
3: the story escalations in two black hole does. rising are a little bit better. Like it, it feels yeah. like a natural evolution of the first game, where it introduces you to mechanics slowly and slowly. Like for all intents and purposes, the first game is just a, a, a like a, a very flashy tutorial for the second game. Um, but I, I, as a huge Advance Wars fan, Jada, I gotta know, like, yeah, my biggest criticism of Advance Wars in general has always been at the higher difficulties, the computer is basically a supercomputer where (laughs) you have to play the game perfectly. Like you can't, it, basically, they are no longer, like, they aren't human. They don't fall victim to tactics the way a normal human would. Does this game alleviate that in any way, shape, or form? So, because I feel like I always have to play perfect.
1: So some of the, like, later missions on the classic difficulty definitely feel that way. Those are kind of the difficulty spikes I was alluding to. There's certain missions where you're just overwhelmed, and if you don't build perfectly, like, the correct units at the right time and position them at the right places... You just get steamrolled and you lose the fight. And one of the the one of the other like kind of downsides for this one is, unlike Fire Emblem or other more recent strategy games where you can like rewind time and go back a couple turns, oh, right. this one only limit limits you to only be able to rewind to the beginning of your current turn. Oh, so, wow. like, you can make all your movements and such, and it, before you hit in turn, if you're like, eh, I don't really like that setup, I want to change something, mm-hmm. you can hit rewind turn and start at the beginning. But as soon as you hit in turn, that is final, that's set in stone. So if you move something somewhere, and then you lose half your armies, you're like, well, I either play this out for the next... Forty minutes at a disadvantage, or I restart the match. Maybe you um, just need
2: to find a ring with a time crystal on it. That,
1: that's, I, that's that would work
2: <laughs> Fire Emblem. That
1: would be great. You know, um, get on that uh, way forward and Nintendo partner up with uh, what is it, Intelligence Systems for Fire Emblem, it. if I remember yeah, correctly. That was
3: Intelligence, yeah. So. Um, I- do you think that like in the era uh, like for me it's always been people people have asked me like what do you prefer fire emblem or advanced wars Mm -hmm. and for me like after a while fire emblem gets a little bit grating on me with all of the party uh dialogue like semi dating sim style stuff that's in the game Mm -hmm. where you kind of build a family as you talked about forge relationships and really personalize your units whereas advanced wars is very just you are a commanding officer all of these soldiers are basically uh they're cannon fodder and you just have to be the most tactical way you can like do you think that advanced wars could learn from fire emblem by building out that kind of interpersonal like party mechanic stuff or do you think that Advanced Wars should stay a traditional strategy game, uh, and have and let people have Fire Emblem to do that. Like, is is this the reason why maybe Advanced Wars isn't as popular as Fire Emblem?
1: Yeah, I think you know that's a really good question. I think that I think Advanced Wars could learn a few things from a Fire Emblem. It could borrow a few things, but I feel I feel like they would become feel start to feel too samey. Um, mm. and I know that's not a word, but whatever. Come at me in the comments. Um, <laughs> the um, I think that one of the things they could really do is embellish on kind of some of the background stuff you can do um, as well as like kind of maybe just expanding some of the the game modes and things like that, or victory conditions. Like I would have loved to have like a, some of the missions have this, but like a King of the Hill kind of mode where it's like, Hey, you have to hold this base for X amount of turns. Mm. And then, you know, if you're playing online against somebody, like whoever takes it and holds it for X amount of turns with their unit on top of that, that building, would win the match so like i think adding stuff like that would help with kind of differentiate it and make it expand upon it in new ways um but yeah i don't think we should get like the relationship or that type of stuff like building a family yeah. that Fire Mom does because i feel like it would lose its identity i think advanced wars is great for that they're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum Advance wars you kind of get mm-hmm. a lot of gameplay a lot of action a lot of matches and just you know, a little bit of dialogue, side stuff here and there. Whereas Fire Emblem, you do get a lot of action, you do get a lot of battles, but you get so much like just dialogue and stuff. And I love that stuff. Fire Emblem, I think, is still my favorite tactics for Nintendo. Um, it's okay. like they're like it's like choosing between your favorite kids. Like one day I'm going to say mm. Fire Emblem, one day I'm going to say Advance Wars. Uh, today, uh, I, I'm you know, I don't know which ones they're both. I well, love I'm going to I'm
0: going to let you in on a little secret as a parent you actually do have a favorite kid. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> that's, not, that's not true at all. Oh, I was wondering if, you know, if I showed up in the office tomorrow and I had this on my Switch, is there like local Switch to Switch play? Can we just like roll up and be like, let's do this?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can. Do, yeah, there's local okay, Switch cool. play. You can also play on the same Switch. Um, so you can oh. pass, just pass the Switch around, cool. which is cool. Um, nice. It's a little bit trickier if you're like playing on a TV to like, if you're using like fog of war to like kind of hide ah, what each other are doing, like if yeah. you're kind of like like honor system, no, like, rule, okay, no dude, screen peeking, don't, no turn screen around. peeking, like kind of golden eye rules, yeah. Um, yep. But they do a cool thing when you're playing on the same switch when you end your turn it blacks out the whole map and then there's a little green bar or whatever color army is next it'll say like orange star army is next and then they have you pass it to them then they hit like L and R and then it'll reveal oh, their it. base and stuff to kind of help keep that you know fairness Was there originally multiplayer as even part of Advance? Yes. So, so yeah, like, you could link you could cable. battle against with with the the link cables on yeah. the Game Boy Advance. Me and my yep. uh siblings and cousins, we had all had a copy and we used to play sitting around like Do You After playing this game, can you tell like what the fuss was
2: about? Like why it was delayed? Is it just because it's a game about war and there's a big geopolitical conflict right now?
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of it. Cause there's I mean the one of the I guess the best thing I can guess is without getting too spoilery, is basically there's a army that's invading other nations. Mm -hmm. And so like that kind of similarity Mm. like kind of might hit a little too close to home. Um I mean the main guy is kind of like a robot type thing, so it's kind of like it's still very fantasy. I hope that's um, not tied to reality well, for now. I don't know, maybe that is reality. Who knows? Yeah. AI is going crazy places. Wait, little kid's a robot. Yes, the little kid is also a robot. Really? Ah,
2: just like the movie Daryl. Yeah.
0: That's
1: a I'm reference not gonna I'm that Nobody's not gonna
2: yes get. No. So. <laughs> you have to. Go uh, ahead. I just think it's funny too that the game is about children.
1: Yeah, I mean, like it's <laughs> well, like only I, I'd say like really only. So, between the two games, I think there's only two um, commanding officers that I would say are probably, like, either 18 or younger. Like, I'd say Andy, the main, like, hyper-repair. Like, he's probably, like, 18, 19, 20 at best. Um, But when you get to commanding, uh, get to Black Hole Rising, they introduce Colin, who is, like, I don't know, he looks like he's 12 He's like in a full like Crazy. get up. He he's like a little trust fund kid that's and got let into the <laughs> military. It's very um, like classic anime
2: character roles. Yes, um, but don't overthink it.
1: Yes, just don't overthink it. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. it never delves
3: into the horrors of war. Whereas <laughs> yeah. I think something like like Days of Ruin kind of touches yeah, on that a I little remember. bit more. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you but, want... but this one's this one's very much chibi the chibiification of war. <laughs>
0: If you want a game that uh, it does explore the horrors of war that has like weird children in it, go play, uh, was it Fuga? Melodies of Steel? Who wants Oh that? yeah, that one's
3: good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Apparently I Seth mean... and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and Cat, who's not here today. Aren't they yeah,
3: also, they're furry? Kids,
0: they're, they're little right? animals, they're children. <laughs> and it's not a spoiler to say with, because it happens within the first like mission at some points, when you're overwhelmed, you have to literally sacrifice a child by putting them, like, in the power crystal that makes your tank go so that they, like, become a super weapon and
3: die. Mm.
1: So, well, you yeah, don't have to sacrifice tappy- any kids in Advance Wars, so parents, okay, good. it's good for I mean, your kids. Yeah, Robots okay, confirmed. Sure. To a degree. <laughs> well,
0: you touch on the delay. This was supposed to come out, I think, last february february 2022 mm-hmm. and here we are in april 2023 and nick you brought up a good point um did nintendo send this game out to die uh, i mean it's uh we have a xenoblade dlc like a huge xenoblade mm-hmm. dlc coming out next week and then we have uh i don't even remember what is that one game that comes out <laughs> in may oh it starts right with T? Tears of the kingdom um, so I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are is, did Nintendo just kind of say, ah, whatever, and just throw it out here, knowing that, I mean, Advanced Wars, I, or excuse me, Advanced Wars, I know is, uh, is super beloved by people who are fans of it. Like they, they yeah. would go to bat, but broad based appeal, and I'm running a poll on the NBC Twitter right now, you know, people aren't exactly over the moon for this game right now. So what what are your all thoughts
1: I mean strategy games just haven't been doing well lately in general like Sparks of Hope didn't sell as well as Ubisoft hoped uh it's a bummer, Marvel's Midnight great game it was a great game a fantastic game Marvel's Midnight Suns uh, you know didn't make expectations like it's just a tough time for strategy games in general right now um so I don't I don't know if there's like a time where Nintendo releasing Advance Wars would have helped do better I think yeah. right now is a good time because of the Nintendo voucher, and a lot of people are probably taking advantage of getting that voucher for two games for 100 bucks yeah. to get Advance Wars and Zelda. So, and I'm hoping, I'm thinking Nintendo is using that because they've done a lot of marketing around it. There's been a lot of trailers about the different COs, a lot of the different, all the new stuff in the game. Like, they've been blasting a bunch of stuff out. So, I, I I don't think they sent it out to die, but I also don't think they have super high expectations for it uh, right before Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Sam, what are are your
2: thoughts? Well, I'm I'm a little surprised to hear that they've pushed it uh, with new trailers recently, because for so long it was like a couple of anime cutscenes and barely anything, and to show people what this game is would have taken... You know, once we previewed it, people were actually a lot more, uh, you know, more excited about it. Like it's just like you have to show people what this is. We did like gameplay, and people were like, "Oh, this looks cool," but they just didn't show it very much going in. The way that I judge whether a game is going to be successful or not is usually by its marketing campaign and um and, and, and you know we have other metrics that we can uh yeah for sure you know measure internally um but uh one key metric is uh if the sides of buses here in san francisco have the game logo on them and they don't for this game so
1: <laughs> definitely oh, i've not seen any name. buses for Advance wars
2: yeah i haven't Dang. seen Advance wars but I,
1: I don't think i don't know if i'd get on a bus that has an advanced wars like wrap on it though. i'm not <laughs> trying to get enlisted i can't wait for
0: there. the zelda buses though zelda That's bus is going oh take me to you the know what's cool about those down. zelda
1: buses you can actually glue
0: two of them together and then <laughs> use them like skis, make a, so. a double decker yes exactly
3: <laughs> nick what are your thoughts you know, know you're when, a huge fan when this was first announced uh, you know there was a little bit it, it was kind of like a double-edged sword because one i was excited that Advance wars was potentially becoming relevant again because you know i, I like the idea of remastering slash rebooting the original two games for a new audience because, yep. let's face it, not everybody has access to a GBA anymore. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, but that, that's the, that's my dilemma with me is let's I still see have access the to GBA. My GBA. <laughs> well, it, it's just in a drawer, and I got my analog pocket <laughs> over there. Uh But, like, it, the fact that the original games are still so accessible to me, um especially, like, you know, I... I a lot of mixed opinions about the graphical styling of this game, the art direction overall. I'm not a huge fan of it, since I think the original games look so darn good. They are just a, a showcase of that pixel art. No, I agree. Um, that said, Forward is fantastic at what they do. I really love the commanding officer like cutscenes that they've added to this game whenever you use their superpowers. And it, it really is reminiscent of something like Shantae. But once we get into the moment-to-moment like nitty-gritty of combat... It just really takes me out of it and it looks too i, I don't know i'm just not a big fan so I, I want advanced wars to be relevant again and i think that it had its opportunity to be had it come out a year ago mm. but now it, it feels like it's going to be destined to be forgotten unfortunately and that oh. really bums me out i don't i don't see the other people being excited about this and you know way forward making a second game that an actual sequel to Advance Wars, which kind of bums me out. That's just pure speculation on my part, but that's just what I feel in my heart.
1: I really wow. hope it does do well enough that we do get a Dual uh, dual Strike and Days of Ruin, like, reboot 3 plus 4 collection, because, mm-hmm. like, those games are fantastic, and they're locked away on the DS for the most part. Um no. But yeah, and I agree with your point, Nick. That's a, you made a really good point about how kids, like, it's great for a new generation. Like, we grew up on Advance Wars as kids, and it's very inaccessible for kids nowadays to go back and play the Game Boy Advance ones unless they have parents that still have their old cartridges. Right. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's, you know, hopefully it'll do well at least on that avenue.
3: Yeah, yeah if, if this is any encouragement, check out Advance Wars. They're such a fun strategy game. If you don't like Fire Emblem because of all the talking, Good
1: news against Wars <laughs> yeah. is probably for you. Yep.
0: Yep. There it is. That's the box quote right there. If you don't like Fire Emblem because of all the talking, IGN. Uh, <laughs> in their marketing material. Um, all right. Well, we have like, what, three weeks? Oh, my God. Three weeks until Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> so my question now is what games should people be playing to hold them over until Tears of the Kingdom, which is coming out on May 12th, in case you didn't know already <sighs> jada what game should people be playing uh
1: so yeah, i'm choosing that. to spend my time playing the final fantasy pixel remasters is where i'm Ooh, spending all of my this? time even even two i heard two's are real bad uh you know what i'm going to play through two because I heard two is bad yeah.
3: like outright out bad. it's right not bad, bad. yeah it,
2: it's gotta, it's
0: it's gotta the,
3: right, let
1: me it's say this
0: it's a little this. lower on, it's, a little it's lower the on weakest this- of the, the 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 pixel pixelated uh, Final Fantasy,
1: it's a little lower on the entry list, but uh, you know it's got it's got some some bright moments. Um, but yeah, no, I booted I up one yesterday. I played probably maybe like an hour hour and a half. I'm about three bosses. Like I wouldn't call them dungeons, but three bosses in so far. Um, I really, it's it's cute. It's gorgeous. The mm. uh, the ability to speed up your walk animation, speed up battle animation, to turn off encounters. Like I'm in the third area, and I have like I think my party, my highest level character is Seth the Warrior, and oh yeah, he's what's level up? he's level ten. <laughs> he's currently dragging Jeffrey the Thief, who died to pirates. Um, <laughs> ah, <Jeffrey. laughs> um, as well Jeffrey. as Jada the red mage and oh dude uh, that's
0: the best class so psyched on that
1: right and then and Reb the black mage me and Reb, Reb and me we both died to Garland in the first fight and I haven't Oof. revived us because I'm going for the uh lowest level like class upgrade in Final Fantasy one uh, but it's just it's really cool that I can do this and it's so much quicker to go in and do all this with the pixel remaster and there's six games and I like I know Sam you started uh, one of them, right?
2: I just want to call out how amazing this playthrough is. That she, oh, we talked about this all morning, but like <laughs> she's playing without encounters, and so you basically just fight bosses, and you can just like you know because you don't have incredible energy drains through these huge dungeons, you just fight the boss. It's just so cool. So you can stay lower level. I think that's it. And then you get that rat tail, and it all pays off, right? Yep, that's oh what I'm going my for. God.
1: <laughs> I just got my boat, so I'm not, I'm just like I'm trying to finish this so i can get to my airship little
0: canoe
2: that you start with but i love ff1 like crazy um i i i i've often called it the best final fantasy game i think they've gotten worse since um but uh uh, i can play it infinitely disagree on that (laughs) (laughs) all downhill after one yeah i actually started in on five um, because I have, I've i never oh, played five. I've played the first part with that Chocobo up probably thirty times. And, well, like looking at, trying to assess if fan translations were any good, right? But uh, yeah, I'm giving a, I will give that a whirl. That is not my tied over until Zelda recommendation, though. That is just for me.
0: Oh, okay. Well, what what is your tied over until Zelda recommendation?
2: Well, um, I, 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 pre-show, I'd given a couple of answers, but I realized I should really just focus on one uh, dredge I just completed, and it is Ooh. a uh, Wind Waker-like in some respects. Um, it has a great, explorable, uh, sea-based map. You do a lot of horror fishing, but it's also cozy. It's like a, a pleasant, fun—in uh, our review, we recalled it relaxing— uh, game even though there's horror elements if you spend your if you if you're in harbor by nighttime you're fine you're fine everything's yeah, fine <laughs> um, good advice night nighttime yeah what a horrible night for a curse you know mm-hmm. but uh uh it, it has a, a really cool set of environments to explore and a bunch of secrets and a bunch of uh, neat challenges that never get repetitive and uh i love it I love it. I think it's such a fun game. And we just completed our strategy guide for it, which I wish I'd had while I was playing because there's some tricky stuff in the game. And we made a really cool interactive map that uh oh, nice. will, will help with it too but but uh, our, i'm really really happy with our guide it's very intense and intensive it has a bunch of like of the the, the key like um resource locations that you really need but yeah highly recommend this it is a little bit zelda like if you've already played tunic the other you know like a, like a big Zelda one well. you're there and of course i i will just give the briefest of shout outs to master mode which i've been playing for for years now um and uh, my tip set for if you're going to play master mode, get back back into Breath of the Wild, it's the hard mode, is to never kill anything. Get Majora's Mask. Uh, in, all the enemies will ignore you. Uh, get to each... Uh, divine beast by playing all of the the stuff leading up to them but don't beat the divine beast so so by by not killing any enemies and not beating the divine beast you will not increase the difficulty level Mm -hmm. of things until you are ready to and when you do that you want to do a little bit of a sprint and when you do that sprint you don't want to you you want to make sure you leave the desert for last but you can tee it all up but you don't want to do the what are they called yanuga clan what are they called? Yiga. The Yiga. Yiga. Yes. You yeah. don't want to trigger that because otherwise you but have- But I love the, bananas. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> you, you, you trigger them just hopping out of nowhere constantly and, uh, and hassling you. Anyway, those are my master mode tips. I love master mode. Um, I, I love also looting um, Hyrule Castle, which I think is the best 3D dungeon of all time. Everybody always talks about how <gasps> dungeons are, are, are not good in that game, but I think Hyrule Castle in that game is the best dungeon. Hey, it's I the
1: only dungeon
3: ever. to be honest well, that's, i
1: 100
3: agree with you saying <laughs> i mean of all time best fantastic. dungeon ever made oh really be- because, yeah i mean because dead. it's re- it, it's revisitable right it's like revisitable. you can poke in grab yeah. some cool weapons that's and then exactly bounce what out. i
2: love about it i love the transitional thematic music while you explore it i love how it has its own secrets if that was its own zelda game in 1999 we would have all been happy with it it's yeah. kind of crazy intense as is as, as this multi-layered dungeon well, i i and it looks I like Disneyland. Love, it has these cool Yeah, I love and it curls. because
0: it makes sense with the story of the world. Like people talk about how like the is just full of good stuff. People mm-hmm. are always going in there looting. And you can just go and do that. It's just like part of the yeah. the reality of the world in which they live. So yep. this year I decided I actually wanted to like follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals. So I subscribed to a service that streams all of the NHL to your
3: It's the closest Zelda has gotten to a dungeon diving roguelike, I think, where you can kind of go in and push a little bit further and further just to get better weapons. There's quests all scattered throughout Hyrule that are like, hey, I left this uh, chef thing in the kitchen. Go check it (laughs) out. And it's like, oh, okay, this is awesome.
2: Yeah, and like climbing up a little spire to get a Korok just to like give you a little poop while there's like giant, you know, guardians (laughs) everywhere like shooting beams at you is like the funniest thing. It's just such a funny combination, and it looks like this new game will have similar, like, kind of amusing combinations of of threats, combat, and Uh, you know, goofiness. I can't wait! I can't wait! A lot of goofiness. uh, Nick, what? Well, I can't wait. What? What
0: are
3: you? What what are you recommending people play in the meantime? Man, I I feel like I'm going to be retreading old ground here. But like, let me start off with Breath of the Wild. This is probably like my seventh Breath of the Wild playthrough. (laughs) I've done. I've done master mode, trial of the master sword, all 120 shrines. But this time, I think I'm just playing normal, casual, and just really taking my time to just really explore, as opposed to do the the main quest. Just because I want to reacclimate myself with the layout of Hyrule, so that I can compare and contrast with Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Um, and that said, too, for for all the lore hounds out there. Uh, if you spend a lot of time in the southeast part of Hyrule map, in the Nekluda region, it's the tropical area. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of Zonai structures that yep. have fallen apart, a lot of Zonai temples and and artifices and whatnot. And that's like a cool way to kind of build hype for yourself for Tears of the Kingdom because uh, presumably the Zonai are going to be pretty prominent in the new game, and they are the ancient war tribe that existed long before a lot of the other people of this particular hyrule so if you want some more lore go digging around
2: hey i have a suggestion that that nick just uh reminded me of that that'd be really that's really cool to do if you have an old um breath of the wild save that you you know got a lot of playtime in on and maybe it's just your only one uh go back in And then turn on the uh, uh, the the tracer mode, which just shows where Hmm. you went the whole game. The
3: path of the hero. Yeah, and go to the
2: biggest gaps. And when you do that, you'll actually find, like, really cool stuff that, you know, this game didn't lead you to those places, but, like, likely the next game might take advantage of those. And that's how you'll oh, find sure. some of the most interesting, like, Hinox battles or, um, mm-hmm. yeah, wow, that was a really good B-roll pull-up there. Oh, Red's, you can <laughs> even see, Red's amazing at B-roll. A wizard. Yeah, you can even see, like, where the, where the biggest gaps are. Check it out. It's just, it's just, it's a really fun thing to do, especially like the backside of death mountain and stuff. You're like, Oh, there is, there is stuff everywhere in this game.
0: Yep. Well, it, look, I, my recommendation is also, um, breath of the wild. And it's one of those things that, uh, people have been asking in like question block or no, excuse me. I asked on the Facebook group, like, has anyone been playing through it? People like, no, I don't want to be burned out. Mm. I'm going to tell you, you won't get burned out um i was playing the other day and i found well i haven't turned on the path of the hero but i found an area that was not significant to the story there's like an orchard of different like fruit trees on the side of a mountain that i never encountered before there were some like farmer tools around i'm like man this is so cool animal
1: crossing land yeah well i just like
0: i'm inventing a story i'm like trying to figure like oh this you know at one point this was like a, an orchard for like a farm, but the farm's gone. The tools are still here. Like it makes the world feel mm-hmm. even more alive. Like that's one of my favorite things about uh, Breath of the Wild is like, it's a hundred years after and yes. everyone's just sort of like living their lives the best that they can. You know, uh, they're my, acknowledging that uh, everything happened, but they're still just like living their, their daily lives now. So
1: My head cannon, in my head, the cannon for that area is a failed Tom Nook uh residential site <laughs> and so like that's that's all that's left is the remnants of a few fruit trees and the tools that from the villagers no, that was like,
0: left it was like uh like on layers like I, I started i climbed up and i was like oh there's a bunch of apple trees and i climbed up higher and there was like a whole bunch of other trees and i cl- climbed wow. up a little higher and it was just like all these different like it was like um, a
2: tiered farming
0: yeah exactly plateau thing. it's yeah. just i'd never been there and i Terraced didn't remember farming, it at all and i i was also a little worried that um the game would feel too familiar and it just, it doesn't. And I think honestly, my least favorite part of tears of the kingdom. And, and and I, there's no part that I don't like, but the part that I am the least liking <laughs> are the actual like story stuff. Cause I just like the world. I like trying to just like be in that world that, as I've said before, doesn't care whether or not I'm there or not. Oh, I'm not quite good enough to where I can, uh, face a guardian, so I still have that excitement of like seeing them off in the distance and being like,
2: oh I gotta
0: I gotta get out of here so quickly. So not doing yeah, those three
1: sixty like uh no scope parries parry laser parries. Oh my gosh. Oh some trick shot montages.
0: <laughs> that's another hey if you're that's another good reason to start playing um Breath of the Wild again so you can get your timing down. Yeah those Y Y flurries because that takes a, a little bit. That's right I have played in a while mm-hmm. uh, to get used I haven't played this since it came out and I beat it and mm-hmm. I, you know, I put like 120 hours into it.
1: I'm in the same boat. I think I put like, I think I finished it. Like I think three years after it came out. Like I was playing it. Like I played like 30, 40 hours a, like a year. Like I just, it was, it's one of the like Zelda's I'm a little bit cooler on than others. I'm very hyped for tears oh, of the kingdom. Cause a lot of the new stuff that just looks very interesting. And I, I, my creative brain is, like, just sparked by a lot of those things. Uh, but Breath of the Wild, like, there was just a lot of things I kind of missed. So I'm kind of excited to kind of put some more time into it uh, ahead of Tears of the Kingdom and use the Path of the Hero so I can see what I missed. Well, those
2: six so Final good. Fantasies will go quick. and
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. There's
1: a- I'll be done with those by by uh, by Tuesday. If sure.
3: I make, If I may make one quick recommendation, too. If you want more Breath of the Wild, but you know, don't really necessarily want to pick up the game again. Uh, this, I promise this is not an ad, but one of my favorite things that has come from Breath of the Wild is the, uh, creative craft crafting a champion art book that they is out for the game.
0: extremely good it's almost always on sale too like don't pay full price for it yep
3: <laughs> no it's, for sure it's basically like a masterworks design for the game that gives you not only cool art and whatnot but a lot of creative design intent and like why things are the way they are in breath of the wild f- from towns enemies uh loot to ideas that they cut from the game like skydiving from the sky in order to get to your next place which hey that sounds familiar or the initial design of hey what if link was like missing part of his arm so there's a lot of stuff that gets cut from this game that they kind of reuse and recycle and you know they use every part of the animal and i I love it i'm I'm excited to see i'm excited to see potentially the the minish there was like a supposedly a minish town that was going to be in breath of the wild Oh, so I'm, I'm hoping fingers crossed that that shows up in Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, man.
0: Uh, okay. Well, now you've just sold me on this book that I keep saying, I don't need that. I already have
3: the three other ones. It, it is a billion times better than the three other books because there's really? actual there's actual poems Ooh. of text to read in it. Okay, I like it. As reading. opposed to just looking at pretty
0: pictures. It's, so you're saying it's basically the DVD commentary for Breath of the Wild?
3: 100%. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, cool. Well, uh, all this Breath of the Wild talk, uh, Leads me to something that I wanted to get off my chest this week. I'm going to talk a little bit about weapon degradation because it looks like it is back in tears of the kingdom. And I just wanted to say once and for all, uh, if you're one of those people online who's always complaining about weapon degradation, you're weak. You're weak (laughs) and your bloodline is weak and your offspring shall be cursed to wander the earth alone and afraid oh, uh, you can't enjoy the most beautiful and wondrous game ever created because every now and then your freaking bacoblin spear breaks on a choo-choo. Okay, say that last bit back to yourself in front of a mirror because I want you to see the emptiness reflected in your own eyes. Seriously, you're the kind of person who would win a million dollars and say, "Eh, well, the taxes though. If you want a game where you can swing your weapons around forever, go play God of War. I bet Atreus will even tell you where to find the weapons. But Mm -hmm. if you want an endless world of infinite wonder, (laughs) one that lives and breathes in spite of you, play IGN's 2023 Game of the Year and Seth Macy's candidate for Game of Infinity, Tears of the Kingdom. So I'm assuming everyone agrees with me that weapon degradation is not that big of a deal.
3: Snaps. Snaps
1: all around. Shots fired. (laughs) <laughs> no, those are not yeah. shots fired. I'm just—I mean, you took a shot at truth. you took a shot at God of War with Atreus, like, and he shoots arrows. Oh, so it's a shots fired. I like to make fun of God of War. <laughs> it's a perfectly chromed game. I—I'm I, I, here, Seth. You know, I'm a host on Beyond. I have to—I have to represent. What? I, no, I, I know, right? I have to represent our PlayStation side, <laughs> even if I'm—I love my Nintendo side as well. Um, mm-hmm. no, I think I agree with you. I think early on, I really had a big issue with, uh weapon degradation just because i got weapons i was like oh i really like this like cool um this cool axe or whatever and then it would break and i'm like oh well, i don't have any more of these so now i gotta go about using this other really crappy weapon but i just kind of got used to the just kind of like uh fire and forget kind of method just kind of like use it and then you know i'll find more you always find more weapons there's always more yeah, in the environment. There's, there's
0: no short there's like 250 different kinds of weapons in Breath of the Wild. So there's no shortage of weapons. Every enemy that you defeat drops a weapon. Some of them suck. Some of them are awesome.
2: So if you play master mode, uh you kind of c- come to have a different weapon balance idea in that game, which I think is really neat because you have to kill guardians um, because they're a part of shrines. So it's like, well, I'm saying that because I, I I wanted to get all the shrines. but So you have to, you know, do some of those t- trials of, of strength. Um, yes. And so for that, you need uh, uh, either the Master Sword, which is already a solve for weapon durability. And I'm obsessed with it. Like, I, I basically yeah. only use that weapon and do other things until it's recharged again. But uh, I also collect the Guardian weapons. So my inventory always ended up looking like, you know, three guardian axe plus plus pluses which i'd like go through as soon as possible as soon as i could because they're big and unwieldy and then i would use master sword and then like everything else is just a sword type weapon so like you know the soldiers swords because i like using sword and shield you know but like it's funny how your inventory shapes out that way and like even though i think about it and i obsess about my weapons like i do find the ones i like the most and just stick with them and i have plenty of them and so, like, it never. This it never even occurs to me. I, I don't know why this argument exists. It's like it's a
0: because it, it, people are babies.
2: Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> cry about stuff. I guess it's. I guess it's hard at the beginning of the game to like wrap your head around it. But like, the game is like 150 hours long. Like, for for, for 145 of those hours, you're going to be fine. So I don't. I don't really get that.
0: Yeah, the, the, a couple things like the the fact that your weapons do have a a. a lifespan makes the master sword all that much more like important
2: heck yeah i again like once you get that it's so fun and so fun managing that and like i got lazy after that i was like man i'm not even gonna get (laughs) weapons anymore so i really understood why they pushed me to get weapons before that right
3: yeah it it also makes the master master sword for the first time in a long time in zelda feel special when you finally get it because Mm -hmm. it's like this is the thing that is going to i can always rely on it whereas in previous zelda games for the most part yeah sometimes it can shoot beams and stuff but like it really does the same amount of damage as most of Link's other swords so it's like eh, it doesn't feel special Uh, but yes i am pro weapon degradation because i think it really capitalizes on what makes breath of the wild so good in general and that's the way it, it kind of incentivizes the the emergent gameplay For players, where everyone everyone's playing Breath of the Wild, everyone has a different story to tell. Yes, with cool combat, you know, it creates moments that you would write epic poems about in 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 olden times. You know, you're on top of the mountain, you have one weapon left, it's about to break. You throw it to do the triple times critical damage. It breaks on impact and kills the last enemy, and you created a moment that you're going to remember for the rest of your time playing Breath of the Wild, which is, I think, way more special than just uh, no weapon degradation because there's no risk in that. There's no right. fun.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it also teaches you uh, uh teaches people a valuable lesson on the impermanence of uh <laughs> of all things
2: maybe so. bows don't make sense to degrade because those like they <laughs> wouldn't they just wouldn't degrade that is not really how bows work and you already have arrows that are a limited resource that, I mean, i'll g- that would be the concession i'd give i don't really need to de- link just de- I mean, doesn't oil his bows. strings that's what it's it is. Is. Yeah, yeah, like your
1: string would degrade over time with like using <laughs> a bow but like that should be an easier fix oh yeah yeah. I mean but
0: think about like you're going you're from broke. the desert to the top of a of a snowy mountain to a tropical heat stress uh, you know like yeah <laughs> there's just all all kinds of uh, humidity issues and it's going to dry that wood out you got to really take care of it you know just got to potentially
3: wood. potentially tears of the kingdom like again I don't know anything more than anybody here but potentially tears of the kingdom seems like it could alleviate weapon degradation with their ability to fuse items together and basically you can make weapons on the fly it seems like which is so i'm pretty curious to cool. see, i'm curious to see how deep that mechanic goes and you may, and you do custom bows can you do you know, custom spears can how many spears can i put together basically i want to make right a five spear i want to fuse
0: so many spears together that the that it comes and pokes link in the back of the head <laughs> it's gone all the way um around the world.
3: I
1: just I want to so. fuse a couple wings, key swings to some apples and just throw those at people.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I um I, the Hylian shield was a pretty evil thing to make degradable. Yeah. Because you, ne- you just never use it. It's like elixirs in Final Fantasy 6. Like you're gonna well, have seven not- of those by the end of the game because you're you're never gonna use it.
0: That's another thing is like it makes you like okay this 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 enemy is gonna be tough. I'm gonna use my good weapon. Yeah, and then it's like oh I got a bunch of macabres. I'm just gonna you know throw a, a stick at them.
2: Uh, but then you start so, challenging yeah. yourself. You're like, well, I do have one dragon bone axe. Let me just try to take on this Hinox with it. It's like, oh, well, I that, didn't want that anyway. That's another thing, yeah. You're like, I uh, good weapon. Your house hanging lift. up area is really cool in the game, like where yep. you can mount yep. your stuff. So I do oh, like, yeah, like so for, cool. I love like getting my best stuff in there too. And I'm always like, yeah, and then I'll come
1: back and use this for a big fight. But you never do. I just <laughs> I is. just use my Hylian shield for shield surfing. <laughs> like like, like probably the most dis- disrespectful thing you can do to the Hylian yeah. shield. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to shield surf with it i only because, recently
2: discovered how you replaced that if, yeah
1: it's like in the town yeah it's Hiten- just expensive but it you is. can't
2: do it which is like really neat i thought that was cool yeah
0: i i feel the the the, the disrespect on the shield surfing as well i don't know why i love
1: it, it. i mean it, like... it's just it's it was durable i could shield surf forever i was tired of having to find pot lids and other things to shield surf that would just break after like 30 seconds so it's like let me go ahead and just shield surf down this mountain for the next four minutes and "Ah, highland shields broken whatever combination
2: for shield surfing is like one of the funniest things when you go back and try to play it's like the 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 perfect parries it's like if you don't like look it up or try to feel like if the game doesn't tell you in a tooltip or something like just put your hands on the controller after a couple years and try to shield surf it is so weird to figure out yeah it is
0: and even though i met the the guys who sell the shields and tell you how to do it i still i'm like wait a minute yeah okay and i always push the wrong buttons first and then i (laughs) have to reverse it in my head and then i get the shield surf i'm like how is this why is it so hard to (laughs) do it's so funny it's it's so strange but man (laughs) imagine now how the button combination to ride on your rocket in tears of the kingdom is gonna be so
2: yeah or glue Um, it to your shield or whatever
0: yeah well yeah, I'm hoping that uh, weapon degradation returns. I'm hoping they make it way worse. You, get, you don't even get to hit an enemy. It just crumbles in your hand into dust. And you get blink just <laughs> I an hope animation they make
2: enemy. it way worse. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> hope they make it worse.
0: I hope they leave it as it is because I think it's a, a really important part. And I, don't under, I just don't understand how people can let that tiny little part of this huge, beautiful world with infinite possibilities, like, that's the thing. Well, they're, like, they're and then a trash game, they're, overrated.
2: They're, they're, they're uh, upgrading it to link degradation. You can see his arm is slowly disappearing. That so. is true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Eventually, he's just a shoe. He's mm-hmm. just Corbu's shoe. <laughs> you have to <laughs> replace him
2: then. with Ganondorf. Yep.
0: That's so what the fan is. theories there's, say.
1: That's the story. There's, there you go. There you go. Spoilers, guys.
0: Oh, well, Yeah fan theories are amazing because you can write like whole articles about them. And, you know, <laughs> no, you <laughs> certainly can. Yeah. It's, it's great for a slow news day. Okay. Question <laughs> block. Uh, Ikra Asad Khan asks, is it a good time to upgrade to a LED if I have a launch switch or should I just wait for the next Nintendo console at this point? Um, I actually answered this in the Facebook group for her, but yes, yeah. if you have a launch day switch, get the switch. OLED. I might, I might go so far as to recommend getting the Tears of the Kingdom Switch OLED because it's freaking badass and it looks amazing and it's taking everything in my power not
1: to buy it. You're, you're you have, you're stronger than I, Seth. I have a Switch Did you OLED. Buy one? I already bought the Zelda and <laughs> it's, it's, it's arriving in like what, like two weeks. Like, yeah, because it gets here a little bit. It gets here like a week or two before the. I have my launch. Switch. Yeah, it gets. A, I can't really to April twenty eighth. I'm really, never out. getting rid of it. Oh, I, I still have my my. my oh yeah, I, I, I have the, mine
2: too. Unless the battery goes puffy and stops working, I'm going to use it. I'm, OLED's I, not the upgrade uh, I need.
1: I have a I have uh, like my originals up in my bedroom for when I want to play something like late at night before bed or whatnot, and then I have my OLED on my main TV when I want to play something like advanced. Uh, hold and on, stuff time like that. out,
0: Jada. I want to yeah. let you in on a little secret. <laughs> you can just move the same switch. What? Dude. A different dock. I know. <laughs> no way. Yeah.
2: God, the battery life is the max thing for me. I mean, yeah, the OLED screen is fine, everything, but the, the battery life is getting really lame on mine. Like, it's not, it's not great anymore. But I don't know. I, I don't. I'm that. not right. I'm waiting for the next one now. I'm, I'm, i Okay. I'm gonna barrel
0: through. One, one in the no column. Uh, one in the already got it column. Nick, let's hear it
3: uh as a launch day switch owner i refuse to upgrade unless it's more powerful uh, <laughs> and yeah that that's just the me thing i'm also in the minority in that i primarily play my switch docked because yeah. i'm a shut-in i don't go anywhere it's fine i just and that controller and is so beautiful. wonderful right yeah exactly that controller is great yep i do want to get that tears of the kingdom Pro. oh good that luck
2: keeps... that... That is not coming <laughs>
1: back. Is that hard, thought, was
2: you, that gone already? That was a hard one to oh, get. Oh, it's been gone for for I, a long time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I think I'm the only person on the planet that just does not like that Pro controller. I think it's it's, it's the one that has no kind of Altano doesn't half, like
0: right? it either. He said it looks like an Oreo cookie or something. It looks it
1: looks like said. the designers gave love up Oreos. three quarters of the way through <laughs> it. Like. That's my thought. Like like you get this design on 3 quarters of the controller and then the bottom right handle is white. I'm just like, "Why?" Like It's controller digging. It's classy. It's <laughs> Because it's not classy. Adding it ties a, adding a uh, like <laughs> adding a it ties it together white, with the OLED switch which is I all white. I get it. I get it. Like, yes, I it's get design, that there's, a, there is a reason behind the design. It's that like I you got to match your shoes yet. to your belt. If they'd packaged them together, <laughs>
2: then you would be in though, I bet, right? Cuz it's part of like the full look
1: yeah i mean i guess that'd
2: be cool right if it was an all they never sell controllers with the the pro controllers with the switch they they should start doing that they
1: should start bundling those
0: man so there it is uh go go if you have a launch day i personally recommend uh, upgrading mine hasn't puffed up my my launch day one but it does have a crack in the back which i do believe Mm. is caused by
2: battery battery
0: expansion Mm.
2: Yeah, Um, and if you're worried about that, and you are, that doesn't usually happen to people that use their their switches a lot. That that's the thing. It's like once you've switched over, then your unused battery can go puffy and break forever. That's why you should take your batteries out of your old game systems, uh, like your Wii controllers and your Game Boys. They will completely corrode. Follow the traces of the insides of that, and uh, ruin the system or your controller.
0: Yes, take them out. Put them in the freezer advice yeah um don't
1: put them in the freezer it was a joke don't put them don't put them in the freezer that's an old that's an old trick that's old like your grandma
0: grandma the remote doesn't work put them in the freezer yep next time you come over they'll work like
3: (laughs) (laughs) really okay fix
2: your red ring of death that way too
0: that
3: that
2: was was actually actually true. true
3: yeah well,
2: oh, they did have you, so they'd easy, you cook though. it first.
1: Yeah, like you had to put like a damp, like a hot damp towel. There's
2: two different things. One is the cooking in the damp towel, right? Yep. Like that that f- refuses supposedly. It remelted the solder, yeah. or, re- yeah. re- or re- the glue, or something. Yeah, the
1: solder. solder.
2: Yep. But then the the then the, the freezer thing was for hard drives. So if your Xbox hard drive, if you were like desperate to save it. Or any hard drive from your computer, you could freeze it because it would, it would, uh, uh, you know, the, the material would would effectively shrink with the lower temperature, and so the spinning parts that might be grating or, uh, you know, causing friction would not cause friction while it was cold. That's brilliant.
0: What? Yeah, I am. pro tip. Highly skeptical. <laughs> uh, we're talking like microns uh, between the head of a hard Seth, drive. You're the tech. And a you're the
1: tech person. Yeah. Of it. You're, you're the that's one That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> if you have a hard drive that's making noise, let me know.
0: But anyway, sorry to say that is all the time we have left on this week's NVC. Before we go, I have a few favors to ask. If you are watching us on YouTube, leave us a like and a nice comment. If you're listening to us on a podcast app, please leave us a review. It helps us spread the good NVC word, and we will be forever in your debt. Jada, Sam, Nick, thank you all for being on this exciting and fun show. While we all count down the days until Tears of the Kingdom, I am a little bit excited. Uh, This has been NVC, the only podcast where you can...